Hey mama, are you terrified of labor? Are you wanting to get healthy for you and for your baby or your family? Maybe you're struggling to feel sexy postpartum. If that's you, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Fit Mama podcast, where I'm spilling all of the pregnancy and postpartum secrets you need to know. I'm Sarah, your fitness bestie. I'm a certified prenatal and postnatal fitness specialist, certified Pilates instructor, and certified yoga teacher. I'm also a certified hot mess mama of a two-year-old boy, and I'm currently pregnant with identical twin girls. So reheat your coffee, settle in, and let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Fit Mama podcast. In today's episode, we are talking all about the importance of making quality mom friends and how to do that. But before we jump into today's topic, I do have a bump update for you guys. I'm currently 26 weeks pregnant. I have lost track of whatever vegetable the girls are supposed to be today. But when this podcast goes up, I will be 27 weeks pregnant. And thankfully, everything is going really well. I did my gestational diabetes test yesterday and it came back negative which to be honest was a shock to me. Gestational diabetes is so common in twin pregnancies that when I got a nearly perfect test result, I was through the roof, excited, so pumped. My doctor was as well. She was celebrating with me. So viva la pasta. I will continue to indulge in my carbs and uh, be very happy about that. So everything's going super well with me physically and baby girls are both now head down. So they're no longer my yin and yang. They are prepared and pointing down for their exit. Um, I hate to break it to them, but they're not coming out that way. (laughs) We already have decided on a C-section since a VBAC after having a cesarean with my first and now having a twin pregnancy is just out of the question. It's too risky for me and my comfort levels. So we are doing a C-section, but they seem very eager to go ahead and get out. Hopefully they're not too eager because I need them to cook in there until week 38. So like I said, this podcast will go up when I'm 27 weeks pregnant. And hopefully that means I still have another 11 weeks to go. Now, normally right about here is where I would throw in our question of the week, but our question of the week actually has to do with today's podcast topic. So I'm going to leave it for the very end. So today's topic is all about making mom friends and the importance of making mom friends that share the values that you want to have in your life. So as we jump in, let's just start with a confession, shall we? I am an introvert. And making mom friends is the bane of my existence. And I know that the revelation that I'm an introvert might come across as a bit of a shock to some of you because a big part of my job as being an online coach is showing up on social media a lot. I'm on my stories, I'm talking, I'm creating reels and TikToks, and I'm being very bubbly. And at the end of the day, I'm just in my house and I'm alone or just with my toddler. And so, yes, I am, you know, interacting with you guys, but it's not the same as going out with like a group of five or six girlfriends. So it's a very different feeling being on social media and then having mom friends in real life, like physical mom friends in front of me. I know a lot of us are friends on social media, but I'm talking about in-person mom friends that I can go out with and have like an adult conversation. Because even though I'm introverted, 
as I've had children, I have realized how desperately I want to go out and talk about something that's not, you know, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Like I want to talk about real things that matter to me and not just to my toddler. And so because of all of that, I have really had to work to make mom friends. I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but I was the first out of my friend group to have kids. And so that is an extremely isolating experience. And I also had my first in the middle of a pandemic. And so talk about isolation. I mean, you're just totally cut off from the world if you were of the mindset of protecting your kids from the virus. And so I was totally enclosed. I didn't know how to really relate anymore to my friends who didn't have kids. They didn't know how to relate to me. I couldn't find new mom friends. And so it was a real struggle in the beginning. But I do have some tips today of where to find quality mom friends. Now, I know that word quality can come across as really like elitist and rude. But what I mean by quality is mom friends who are going to lift you up and encourage you to be the best version of yourself in every sense of the word. You know, they say that you become like the sum of the three people that you spend the most time around or the five people that you spend most of your time with. I find that to be really true because at our core, we want community. And to fit in with a community, we do modify our behaviors and our patterns. This is something that they have seen in studies about habit making. If you want to make a new habit, you need to hang out with people who do that thing. Because the more time you spend with them, the more time you are in their world and being a part of those habits, or at least living with them the consequences of those habits, the more you will start to adopt those habits for your own life. And so the quality of mom friends does matter. Not every mom friend is created equal. And so while you can find mom friends that have habits in a lot of different areas of your life, I want to speak specifically today on finding mom friends who have healthy physical habits for themselves and some healthy mental habits that we'll touch on at the end. So my overarching piece of advice is you need to go where the active moms are. And I've got a few different ideas of where you might find those active moms, and we'll jump into that in a second. But I want to underline this point because we can't expect them to show up at our doorstep. Okay, that's obvious. But I tell this to my single friends all the time because they'll complain about the guys that they have been dating or guys that they've been talking to and tell me that they're players or that they're partiers. And what I always tell them is you're looking in the wrong places. Like if you want a guy who's interested in a long-term relationship, not a hookup, don't go on Tinder. If you're looking for a guy who wants to serve his community and who has a heart for people, go volunteer somewhere. Stop going to the bar on Saturday night at 2 a.m. looking for a quality guy. Like go to your church on Sunday. I mean, there's a lot of places to find quality guys. And there are a lot of places where you can find quality mom friends that share in healthy habits. So let's jump into where you might find those mom friends. I've got a couple of free options and a couple of options where you might have to pay a little bit, but let's start with the free options. The first place may be super obvious to a lot of you, but go to the park. It's totally free. And the moms who value their children being outside and their children being active 
most likely either value it for themselves or can see the value in it for themselves. I'm not asking you to find a mom friend who's already perfect in a bow, shiny and beautiful. But if you can find someone who would at least be interested maybe in walking with you around the park and sipping coffee together and starting some healthy habits, that can be a big win in and of itself. So go to the park, maybe bring a stroller, bring a beverage, and kind of scout out there. Just like the dating analogy before, it's a lot like dating. It's kind of awkward at first, but just embrace the awkward, okay? She also is probably wanting more mom friends. and so. She'll be relieved that you're the one making the initiative or taking initiative and you get a mom friend out of the process. So release the expectation that it's not going to be weird. It's going to be weird and just embrace it. Go for it. Strike up a conversation with the other moms who are taking their kids outside. Along that same vein, let's say that you have gone to your park ad nauseum and cannot find mom friends there. There are some other places that you can go to within your area, I'm sure. So just to throw out some random examples for you, you can look for local pools that are free. There are local tennis courts. If you have hiking in your area, you might try and do that with your kiddos. The point is to go to places with your kids that are outside and search for other people who have their kids. Okay, kids are really great at making friends, and so they can be your entry into meeting the other parents. Just get your kids a little close and see if they'll interact with the other children. That might, in and of itself, be all that you need to strike up a conversation with this other mom. My husband and I personally love going to the tennis courts recently. The reason for that is it's an enclosed space. And we have a toddler who loves to wander. So anytime we can close him in somewhere while we are doing something active together is a win. And we have met other couples through that experience. So they've been playing in the courts right next to us and we've been able to chat. That's really nice because you know that you already share a common interest. I'm not great at tennis. I never learned how to play tennis well, but that doesn't matter. That's not the point. My point is to go outside and move my body. It's not to be an amazing tennis player. And if I want to get better, then I'll take classes and get better. My whole goal in going out was spending time with my husband in a place that's safe for my toddler and maybe meeting some people along the way, which we did, which was great, a great added bonus. But let's say that you have tried all of the free options. You've gone to every park every pool, every tennis court, everything everywhere in your city, and you just cannot find a mom friend. In that case, you're going to have to invest just a little bit. I'm not asking you to invest a lot, but just a little bit to open up your mommy friend dating pool. Okay. So what you're going to look for is mommy and me fitness classes or prenatal fitness classes in your area. Now, listen, if you hate those classes, it's okay. I kind of low-key hate them too, but it's not really about that class. It's about the people who are in the class because before you ever talk to anybody in that class, you already know one thing about them and that that is that they value their health and their fitness and that they are trying to make it a habit to take care of their bodies, which is what we're looking for in terms of making mom friends that share that healthy habit, right? And so before you ever open your mouth, you already know everyone there at least shares this one quality that you're looking for. And I'm not even saying that you need to sign up for like six months. I'm saying maybe sign up for a class or two. 
And that might be all that you need to meet some moms, exchange numbers, and then arrange something outside of class, arrange to meet up for coffee or to go on a walk at the park or do anything else that is low cost or free to you. But you want to at least have an entryway into meeting moms who share this healthy lifestyle. Now, if you are like me and there are none of those classes in your area, this is where you're going to have to be a smart initiator. So one thing that the pandemic taught me is that mom groups on Facebook are popping off all the time. Like I know Facebook is basically a dinosaur app for most things. We only use it to wish people happy birthday and to remember how awkward we were back in high school when our memories pop up. But Facebook mom groups are full and they are active. And there are a lot of mom groups that are for local communities. So go onto those local mom groups and you might find that there are already women who are arranging meetups within those groups. And if they're not, you be the initiator. It's just social media. It's not that serious. Trust me. As someone who does this again as a huge part of her job, I can tell you people don't really care that much about what you're doing on social media. And so just go on there, make a simple post like, hey, on Friday, I want to go walk with my kids at 1030 at this place. If anyone's interested, like, let's meet up, let's have coffee, whatever. You be the initiator. And trust me, other moms will be grateful to have an opportunity to hang out. And if no one comments or responds, don't take it personally. Try it again the next week. Maybe everyone was busy this Friday. Like, just don't look too far into it. Use it as a tool to, again, expand your mommy dating pool. So I know up until this point, we've talked basically exclusively about moms who have physically healthy habits for their bodies, but I do want to touch on the mental part because before you ever start a mom relationship, a mom friendship, you do need to have some clear boundaries in mind and have some idea of what your hard and fast no's are when it comes to making mom friends. I personally have a few different no's, and I just want to go over some of those examples, um, not with the purpose of being judgy, but just things that I would encourage you to also be aware of. So the first hard and fast no for me is moms who are really, really into like the mommy wine culture. And now I'm not saying that I have issues with a mom who is going to drink a glass or two of wine a week. That's not at all my problem. I'm talking about the moms who depend on wine as a coping mechanism, who will drink a glass or two of wine on the daily. Moms who talk about how they need it or they deserve it after the kind of day that they've had. And the reason why this is a hard and fast no for me is because on both sides of my family, there have been people who have struggled with alcoholism. And I lost a family member who was very dear to me to alcoholism. And so because of that, I don't find the wine culture to be funny or cute. I find it to be really harmful. And I am not interested in being friends with a mom who feeds into that culture. Because at the end of the day, you never know when someone is truly struggling with alcohol. And you can unfortunately be a part of their downfall if you're not careful. The second hard and fast no for me is gossipy moms. Be careful here. If the mom is talking badly about others when you're around them, they're talking badly about you when you're not around. 
Gossip is toxic. It will ruin friendships. And even if you find it to be fun in the beginning, it's not going to be fun later when you are the subject of the gossip. Make it a habit to be around women who are encouraging and uplifting. If those women are constantly bashing others to make themselves feel better or just to have a topic of conversation, they're not people that you should be friends with. Like, even if they don't have bad intentions, but they can't think of something better to talk about than somebody else, then they're not doing anything to enrich their lives or your life. You need other things to talk about. Talk about books, talk about politics, talk about ideas, not people. And the last hard and fast no for me is constant negativity. Okay. And I'm not saying that I can't be friends with a mom who needs to vent every once in a while. I also need to vent. Okay. I want them to have a safe place with me where they can kind of get their feelings out. And I also want to have a safe place with them to get my feelings out. But when it's constantly negative, it can be so draining for your mental health. And not only can it be draining for your mental health, but it can sow seeds of discontent where you were previously totally fine. So let me give an example of this. This is something that I see a lot on social media. I see it in mom groups. It's like rampant among moms. And it's complaining about their partners. Now, let's say that you and your partner have a division of labor that feels really good for you. You don't feel like a servant. You feel like it's equal labor. You feel like you are both contributing to the household, but maybe your roles are a bit more traditional and their roles are less in the housekeeping side of things and more in other areas, but you feel good about it. You have almost no qualms about the way that you guys have arranged your life, but you have a mom friend who finds traditional roles and traditional division of labor to be really oppressive and She has a lot of negative things to say about it, even though she and her husband don't do the things that way and there's no reason for her to be so negative, she gets on this topic all the time. And it begins to slowly make you question a system that you were previously happy with. And I'm not talking about a system that you like convinced yourself that you were okay with. I mean, genuinely happy with, you felt good about it. But because she kept nitpicking and being super negative about this one topic, suddenly you're nitpicking your relationship and you're nitpicking the way that you have decided to do things. And now you're no longer happy when nothing has really changed. This is the kind of negativity that can be really toxic to you. At the end of the day, it's not her life to live, it's yours. And so she doesn't get to have an opinion on the way that you and your partner have decided to do things. And now this negativity is not just in the partner realm. That's just the clearest example that came to my mind because I see it happen so frequently. But this can apply to the way that you choose to raise your children, the food that you give them, the schooling that you're going to do, your religion. I mean, it can apply to anything. If they constantly have something negative to say, if they're making you question areas of your life where you truly felt happy beforehand, that needs to be a hard and fast boundary that you draw. And that's probably a mom friend that you need to remove from your life. At the end of the day, a good mom friend is someone who is going to build you up and encourage you to live a life that is healthy and happy and whole. 
And that actually leads me to our question of the week, and we'll wrap up with this. But I was asked by someone on TikTok what I would recommend to someone who is trying to be friends with a mom. Like how to be a good mom friend was the gist of their question. I don't remember the exact wording of it. And so obviously what we expect from our friends is going to be different from mom to mom, but I do think that there are some really clear things that you can do to be a good friend to the moms in your life. So the first thing is to initiate, which has been a big topic during this whole podcast. But I know if you already have kids especially, this can be really hard. But remember, the moms in your life are also having trouble initiating. And so if you even have the thought to initiate, don't put it off. In that moment, grab your phone, text that friend, reach out and try and be the one who is extending the hand and asking to connect. The second way I think that mom friends can be really, really quality is to just show up without expectations and with plenty of grace for your friends. Like, It's really hard to not have expectations about how people should treat us or what they should do or how they should respond. But we all know what it's like to live the mom life. We know how draining it can be. And having expectations put on ourselves apart from the expectations that our kids and our families already have, it's just overwhelming. And so you need someone in your life who can show up with no expectations and who just wants to be with you. And so if you can do that for someone else and just let them know like, hey, I just want to hang out with you. I don't care what we do. I don't care where we go. We can hang out on your living room floor covered in like toys and spit up. It doesn't matter to me. That's huge. And the last piece of advice I have for this person who's asking how to be a good friend to moms is to do without being asked first. We're all guilty of sending that text. Like, let me know if you need anything. Let me tell you something. 99% of the time, the moms in your life will not let you know. And there are many reasons for this. One, our mental capacity is already full. We cannot be thinking about what tasks to delegate to you. And number two, there's a lot of shame behind asking for help. We know that you have your own life. A lot of the times you have your own kids or jobs responsibilities, whatever. And we don't want to add something to your plate. And so don't wait on us to ask you what to do. You are smart. You are capable. You know your friend. Just do it without being asked first. The mom in your life will appreciate it more than you will ever know. So that is it for today's podcast. I hope that you have some ideas going on in your brain of where you might find some mom friends that share in these habits that you want to cultivate in your own life. I hope that if you are trying to be a better friend to your other mom friends, that you have some ideas of how to go about that as well. And we will together just make friends this year. Uh, Know that I am always open to being internet besties with you guys. So you can reach out to me on Instagram or TikTok. My handle on both platforms is sarahkelly.co. That's Sarah with an H, Kelly with an E-Y dot C-O. I'll take advantage to say that if you are wanting more of like the behind the scenes, more real and raw, my thoughts on things or vlog style content, you need to be following me on TikTok. Uh, For example, this last week, 
I did a brutally honest morning with me at 26 weeks pregnant. And I say brutally honest because I started the vlog with the full intention of having like this cutesy morning with me and my toddler. I was going to go teach yoga and then woke up at 345 in the morning and was violently nauseous all that morning and ended up getting sick. Like in the vlog, I'm documenting real life, real pregnancy and what that looks like for me. So there's more of the behind the scenes and non-aesthetic stuff over on TikTok. We're really close to 8,000 followers over there. So I would love if you guys would pop on over and just give a follow. Um, so yeah, if you want more of like the less polished real life stuff, that's where to find me. And if you want more educational type stuff and more personalized help, you need to be on Instagram and send me DMs there. I put up question boxes pretty frequently, a lot of teaching stories. So both platforms are good. I'm serving up different things on both. So I hope to see you there. And until the next podcast, have an extra cup of coffee for me and I'll see you in the next one.